In Isaiah 56, God describes his house with very specific words. Does he call it a house of great teaching, a house of great singing, or even a house of great dancing, or maybe a house of great miracles? No, he calls his house a house of prayer. You see, brothers and sisters, it's interesting because we are that living temple. We are living stones that make up the temple of God. And the question I want to ask you today is, do we think of it, our temple, as a house of prayer before it's, like Christina said, a house of teaching, a house of miracles, a house of all these other wonderful things, which are certainly wonderful things and attributes. But what is our house first and foremostly? Because that's what Yeshua called it, even at the steps of the temple, when he was getting rid of these um, these these people who are selling things. He's saying this is a house of prayer, not a den of robbers. And so to the heart of God, the, the fact that his house is a house of prayer is central. We even read in the book of Isaiah 56 verse 7, these I will bring to my holy mountain and I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. So what is prayer? Like what does God mean when he says a house of prayer? I want to start with just the basics. Prayer talking to God. It's communication. It's relationship. It's intimate relationship with Him. Because prayer isn't just a monologue. I'm talking to Him. It's a dialogue. I'm listening to Him. And I'm not just listening and it goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> I'm walking out what He instructs me to do as I have that communication, that dialogue, that relationship with the King of creation. Yeah, He said, be still and know that I'm God. So it's not just talk, but be still and know that I'm God. And what's really important also, like we said, not a house of great teaching, though wonderful teaching can flow out from an intimate relationship with God. It's first a house of prayer because when we are so focused first on our relationship with the Father, we are too busy looking up to be looking around and, and pointing our fingers at someone else who who is not doing it the way that we're doing it, or we disagree on this topic or issue, our focus is first and alone on glorifying Him, on having that relationship with Him and honoring Him in what we do in our house. It is from that relationship that Christina is talking about, that prayer life that is active and real, where we cultivate a character within us that is in line with God's character. A heart of humility is what we start receiving more and more. But if we don't have a prayer life and if our house is not a house of prayer for the father, mm -hmm. then we can teach. We can even see great miracles. We can see God do things in and through us because the Lord works through many people. I'm sure you can think of people before who God has clearly worked through but yet they fell really greatly because 
you know, pride comes before the fall. And, but if there is humility, there is no fall because the, those who have humility are exalted by the Lord, while those who have pride are taking, taken down, even if they've been used by him before. And so this is why what we are talking about is so important, because if you want to be used by God greatly, it all starts in the silent place. It starts in the place where no one is looking. It starts in. I remember years ago, I was in my room. There was no one looking that I was not. I did not have any kind of platform or any kind of anything. I had nothing to gain. I had nothing to lose. At the end of the day, it was me before the Lord. And it was like, Lord, I don't know how you want to use me if you want to use me, but I want to be used. And here I am. Send me Hanani. Here I am. Send me. And it is from that place of God. You must use me as your instrument. God, you must use me as your instrument from that place where he calls us and he starts using us more and more. And when it comes from that place, we'll be ready for what the responsibilities that come along with being used. Right, because what's so important is the place we start. We start in that secret place, like Petey said, not with a goal or an aspiration to become a great teacher, to, to get to the platform, to get a large audience, to have people like our posts and get lots of comments or whatever that might be, because that's a, a focus of exalting even ourselves with our knowledge with our wisdom with whatever we have learned from the word of god maybe our intentions we desire to give glory to god but instead of coming from a place of god however you want to use me use me if I, no one ever knows my name glory to god because that's my focus is not to be in the spotlight it's not to be known as the great teacher or whatever it's to be known as simply a humble disciple who has an intimate relationship with the Father, a house of prayer who has that dialogue with the King of all creation, who lifts up fellow brothers and sisters in prayer, who cares for the needs of the saints because I am coming from a place of humility, a place mm -hmm. of love. Mm -hmm. And I want to submit to you that this is why the disciples, they came to Yeshua. Like, you know, Yeshua, Jesus, they didn't say, teach us how to do a miracle, teach us how to teach. Teach us how to, they were, Lord, teach us how to pray, right? And then he did. And because they, why, the question we need to really ask ourselves is why did they ask him how to pray? Likely, it was that his intense prayer life was so astonishing to them mm -hmm. that it was possibly even more astonishing than the miracles he did. Because if you think about just the glimpse of his prayer life that we see, we see the Garden of Gethsemane. We see him going all through the night. We see him saying, stop falling asleep, my disciples. Right. So we see that he uh, he went into the wilderness. He went into pray. He went to fast for a long time, 40 days, long time. So the, this incredible aspect of the Messiah, how his house was a house of prayer, his temple was a temple of prayer. Now we see that's likely why when the disciples looked at him, they were like, I want to pray like that. 
because they knew that, that everything else flowed from that place of intimacy with God, from that place of prayer. Exactly. So, brothers and sisters, we just want to encourage you and ask you, is your house a house of prayer? A special shout out and thank you to our partners who have made this video and every other video this month possible. Like this video for others to see it and subscribe to this YouTube channel for more just like this one.